Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. Love the dancing. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, voiceover artist Wally Wenger, to the show. Welcome, Wally. Hello. How are you? Great, and how are you? Sure, a nice day today. I just had a light jacket on, and I was riding my bicycle around. It was gorgeous. <laughs> well, let's get into your beginnings with the actual entertainment industry, because I'm so interested in voiceover artists and, and how they break through with the business, because it is a difficult one. Well, I started, I was a radio DJ from the time I was about 16 in the Midwest, so I'd, and I'd been doing voices since I was a kid. I uh, learned how to do all the Muppet voices when I was a kid, so I was always doing character voices and doing characters and dressing up with you know makeup and costumes and doing things. So when I came out to Los Angeles in 1987, I quickly lost interest in on-camera work. Like I came out here to be an on-camera actor, and I quickly lost interest because it didn't just didn't seem any fun to me. And then some friend said that he had a um, friend of his that was a voiceover agent, and he did cartoons and he booked all the different things. And I was like, well, now that sounds like right down my alley. So I made a tape, and uh, he took it into the agent. The agent signed me, and then uh, it started from there. This was about probably early 90s, 1991 or so. And you've been doing video games, movies, and TV series. You know, has there been a specific highlight that you just love talking about and, and visiting the Comic-Cons especially for? I would say that the highlight of my career will probably always be four years working on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno as the announcer because that you know that show is legendary and it's been around for a long time and I was only the seventh full-time tonight show announcer in history and and probably the only one to only to do it as in a strictly voiceover capacity I was never on camera they you know all the other announcers are on camera sitting there on the stage with the host but I would will probably as history goes on be the only one to ever have done it in strictly a voiceover capacity, which I'm actually kind of proud of. You also worked on some Disney projects, which is why we're so I'm so glad to have you on the show today to talk uh-huh. about. So let's first talk about, you know, Return to Neverland and Lilo and Stitch. So with Return to Neverland, this is one of the only Disney sequels that came to the movie theaters. And it says you you did a couple voices in this. Do you know in particular, you know, if you voiced a specific character or just random voices that you hear in the film? Well, that's a funny story. Initially, they were looking for a voice match for Cubby. Uh, hey, Lindy Bird! Hey, hey, Peter! So it was me doing the initial sessions. We did about six uh, initial sessions. Uh, and me and about four little boys. Um, I think it was Bradley Pierce and the guy, the kid who played Chip in Beauty and the Beast. And this worked with Gary Truesdale, by the way, the other day, which was fabulous. Um, and a couple of there's Aaron who played the twins, and then there was somebody else. And we, you know, we had a great time doing it. But by the time the movie came out, you know, it's in, if we want to be politically correct, we really should hire a real kid to be that cubby character. So 
they hired some kid that really sounded like that and, and uh, put him in there. So I was not Cubby any longer, even though I've done Cubby for a lot of video games and a lot of different things, uh, Disney-related things. Uh, after that, when they wanted the classic Cubby voice, but for that movie, I I wasn't I didn't end up being Cubby, and it was very educational for me. Luckily, the people at Disney were so kind; they felt so bad that they kept me in there in the mix somewhere. I think I'm singing in the song. I think because I'm on the I'm credited on the soundtrack for that movie, and I think the kid who they hired to be Cubby d- didn't sing, so they kept my singing voice in the movie, but. Uh, which means I still get residuals when the movie plays and, and sells on DVD, whatever. So that, that was pretty nice of them. And then the highlight, which we have to mention, I actually, this is probably something you do not know, but our show, we got together the original child cast of Flick's Musical Adventure. And <laughs> can you believe it? I was I was like, I found them all uh, online and I contacted them all and they had, hadn't spoken all together since they made that film in 98. Uh, yeah, the direct to video uh, thing, yeah. That's in, right. Walt Disney's Animal Kingdom, right. Mm-hmm. The last yeah. sing-along with the live-action cast um, right. mixed with animation in uh, 98 and to advertise Animal Kingdom just opening and A Bug's Life just came out around the same time and Dave Foley, who was the original voice of Flick in the film, it obviously was not available and uh, you stepped in and uh, and reprised the uh, role of Flick. Well, the story is, is he doesn't sing and they needed Flick to sing. And I've, I worked with him on Hot in Cleveland. And I said, uh, hey, uh, he says, hi, I'm Dave. I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm Wally Wingard. I'm a voice actor, and I'm actually your singing voice <laughs> when Flick doesn't sing. He's like, I say, well, how come you don't want to sing? He's like, well, it's not the case of me not wanting to. It's Disney not wanting me to. <laughs> so, it's perfect. If we could leave the island, come here and get bigger bugs to fight. And he's got that bad crack in his voice. Hey, it's perfect. So they <laughs> cast me as Flick, and they said, well, you, you'll have to sing some songs. I'm like, well, that's fine. And I'm not really sure how Flick would sound when he sings but we we approximated it i think the thing pretty well and then they take the voice tracks and then they animate to it and then they'll have you come back in to do something called adr which is additional dialogue recording and then they usually have most of the animation finished they want you to do little efforts and little sounds and maybe a few line changes here and there and when i first saw my voice coming out of a disney character i wept i literally got teary-eyed and says i can't believe i'm I'm a Disney character. I just it's unbelievable to me. So it was it was pretty amazing. So it was uh, one of those moments I'll never forget. Now, did you ever do any Disney attractions because you know Flick is in the Disney theme parks too for his I uh, Bugs Life and I, I never really knew if it was you or Dave. There was uh I had done a couple and then they had managed to get Dave in the meantime. Like there's the little in in Bugsland, there's the swings or the little things that go around and around and around. Uh Flick's Flyers but again, the live stage shows that they would do with the flick character that would come out and interact with kids and they'd do dancing and singing, again, that was singing. So that stuff was all me because it was flick singing and dancing. And so it was kind of cool to go to the show and watch, you know, flick dancing around and singing with all the kids and going, yeah, that's, that's actually me. Pretty great. And now I'm working for, for Disney in a different capacity doing um, voices for some of the feature films. Um, you know, looping and voice matching and stuff. So it's pretty great to just drive on that lot every once in a while. And I get really, really excited every time I get to work in a certain stage because it's the stage that they did all the voice tracks for Jungle Book, which is my all-time favorite uh, Disney movie. 
you've been doing plenty of stuff since Flick and also Return to Neverland. Can you tell us a little bit about what is up and coming that our listeners can keep an eye and ear out for? Well, we're currently doing the second season of Sonic Boom on Cartoon Network. The main character is Cubot, the uh, very, very slow yellow uh, robot who is uh, Dr. Eggman's, one of his uh, robotic assistants. Uh, so we've been playing him and doing a bunch of other incidental characters as well. Um, uh, Willie Walrus and uh, Cubot and a bunch of other. It's a great, great fun series. Um, doing a lot of promos, a lot of commercials and uh, video games, doing a bunch of stuff I can't talk about uh, because it's all NDA, but really super huge things. Um, and doing some stuff for some Disney movies, which, again, NDA, non-disclosure agreement type stuff. Pretty fantastic. Um, it's been a pretty good year so I hope it continues we're going to start a web series of when the tonight show ended a couple of those guys had been over to my house and seen my my collection of stuff and said boy there's a there's a tv show in this somehow so they pitched me on doing a show of me hosting a show about just a little 10 minute you know segment about um you know vintage toys so we're calling it uh, wacky wally's vintage toys and it's going to be kind of cool and magical and we're going to do t- we have 10 episodes planned right now and we have uh, anything from, well, there's, there's a Disney episode of some Disney toys focusing on my, my Pinocchio, my huge three-foot-tall Pinocchio marionette that I bought recently. And we're also doing a, an Iron Man one because I have a couple of cool Iron Man helmets. One of them is signed by Robert Downey Jr. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Wacky Wally's Vintage Toys will be up there. And our listeners can head to your website at wallyontheweb.com. The link will be below in the show notes if you want to find out more about Wally and this new series coming out and where you can go ahead and watch it. So, Yeah, well, before we close, I want to end with my fab three questions uh, that I always ask my guests on the show. So we'll start with the Donald one. As a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to watch in the movie theater? Jungle Book, my first I think it was probably the first movie I had ever seen. And 65 or 66, I would have been four or five. And we immediately went down to the record store and bought the soundtrack, which I still have. It's now framed on my wall. Uh, but we, I listened to that all the time and uh, really kind of wore the grooves out of it. But when you open up the album, it, it folded open. You would see pictures of the voice actors, Phil Harris, Sebastian Cabot, standing next to their animated counterparts. Shere Khan with George Sanders, uh, Sterling Holloway with Ka. It was really kind of eye-opening to me because I'm, you know, my four-year-old brain. I was like, well, well, who are these guys standing next to them? And it was explained to me, well, they they provide their voices, and I was like, oh, so that probably that movie probably had a lot to do with me deciding what to be later in life when I grew up. And our goofy question: besides some of the characters that you have voiced for Disney. What Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Definitely Goofy. Uh, he's fun. He's simple. Uh, he's easygoing. And that's kind of me. That's the one I relate to the most. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? <laughs> well, I don't know why. Uh, probably <laughs> because we are just talking about Bugs Life, but Small World. Um, not that it's my favorite song, but it's the one that just came to mind because we did a parody of that for uh, the, the Flicks musical adventure through Walt Disney's Animal Kingdom called It's a Bug's Life, after all. So I guess it was in the forefront of my subconscious, so that's the one that, that comes to mind. But 
Boy, I mean, I got no strings. My all-time favorite, um, I want to be like you, Bare Necessities. But the one that just popped into the forefront of my mind right now <laughs> was, uh, for some reason, Small World. And I'm not going to sing it because you will not get it out of your head. Well, so, I'll play it instead. That will be our playout music oh, instead. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, play I Want to Be Like You. <laughs> I want to be like you, hoo hoo. I want to walk like you, talk like you, choo. I so, love yes. it. Oh, you're so talented, Wally. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so, it, it's kind of like a dream come true for me talking to Flick right now because I grew up with that tape. I love that tape. And so. Oh, it's wonderful. I, I, I loved uh, having, I love talking with you. And you wanted, if you want to talk anytime, just call me because you know my phone number and I'm always here to talk. It's perfect. <laughs> it's a Bugs. Flick here. You're just in time. We're about to leave this cozy hill and head out on a wild expedition unlike anything you've ever seen. 